0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. Again, if you've forgotten my face, my name is Jeffrey Davis. I am host of Radio Entrepreneurs. Also, I am founder, CEO of Mage LLC. Shockingly, since 1985, providing executive leadership development, organizational work, strategic work, family business transition work. And uh, kind of shocked how long it's been. Uh, i known this person on my screen almost as long as we've started the firm. Met him in a networking group myself many, many years ago. He looks exactly the same. And so I'm talking about the one and the only Mark Furman, a partner uh, member of uh, Tarlow, Breedhart, and Rogers. Uh, Welcome back, Mark.
1: Hi, Jeffrey. Great to be with you. You certainly look the same. And
0: uh, and as,
1: as for the way I look, it is time for an eye exam, Jeff.
0: Well, I remember, you know, probably had a little bit more gray suits and ties back then. We all had suits and ties. Right. As well
1: as hair and whatever. But uh, anyway, um, so I wanted to talk today about uh, the subject of terms and conditions. You know, we're, we keep reading about all the supply chain problems, the shortages of different parts and how hard it is to get them and, and uh, uh, how much more they cost uh, all since the, you know, some combination of the beginning of tariffs a few years ago under the prior administration, and then the impact of COVID, which has been overwhelming. So I always tell clients, you know, can we take a look at your terms and conditions Because if you are buying things or you're selling things, these terms and conditions, one of the most boring subjects for business owners uh, have real life consequences in times like these. In fact, half of the cases that I'm getting now relate to these kinds of problems relating to the availability of goods. So I'll give you an example of uh, you know somebody agrees to supply X parts at Y price. What happens when the, the cost to the supplier exceed in some cases dramatically what the supplier has agreed to sell them for? Your terms and conditions are gonna decide how big a problem you have, and these problems can actually be threatening to the very existence of a business. You take the example of what happened with cost of wood. Well, wood increased in cost by 400%, 500%. People, or more, people who were committed to supply wood under purchase orders they had accepted under the original price what do they do when it's going to cost them three times the amount that they can sell the wood floor? So what's going to decide it? Well, if your terms and conditions give you an out, uh, that can save your business. And if they don't, it puts you in the world of gray where you may not be able to get out of the contract. So, attend to your terms and conditions, you know, uh, you don't want to be relying on uh, uh, a hope and a prayer. You well, know, there's.
0: Mark, you're, you're bringing up a really important point. Okay. Here I'll put on my consultant hat and my client is asking me about terms and conditions. I'm going to want to read it to make sure that there's nothing that triggers the prospect from not doing the deal. Cause I'm concerned about building top line. But if you were reading it at the same time, you and I might have a debate. And a lot of times when I'm reading terms and conditions, there's no lawyer involved. Well, that's right. Uh, And a
1: reason that there's no lawyer involved is many people don't attach importance to it uh, who are business owners, because of course they they want the business. But like in all, you know, Terms and conditions represent contracts. What's the contract between the seller and the buyer? And just like if you're selling a business or buying a business or selling real estate and buying real estate, when you sell goods or buying goods, there's this tension. You want to lock in the other side, but you don't want to be locked in. So... It's sort of more art than law, in a way, is how you do strike the right balance for you and and your company. So there are the, you know, express terms that relates to when you can get out of a particular contract. But there's also things that indirectly impact, uh, you know, what are the ramifications of a inability to perform things like, are you, if you are a supplier of goods, you want your terms and conditions to uh, uh, eliminate a buyer's chance to sue you for as much as possible. So you'd want to have in there that you can't recover indirect damages, lost profits, consequential damages, incidental damages. You want to kind of drastically reduce the damages that you can be liable for. You want to have a choice of law clause because we got 50 different states and the laws are different in different states and the attitudes of courts are different and the damages that are recoverable can be different. So the choice of law clause is very important. Also a choice of forum clause, where can any dispute be settled? Do you wanna be in arbitration? Do you want to avoid the possibility of somebody bringing a class action suit against you? Do you want to be, if you wanna be in court, Do you want it to be in a forum, a state that's most convenient to you? Or do you want to be able, you want the other side to be able to sue you in the forum, the state most convenient to it? None of this matters when everything goes great. When it doesn't go great, all this stuff matters. It matters on the cost of the fight. It matters on what your exposure is. It matters on whether you can get out of the contract or not. It matters, but it's boring. So even though it's boring, I I think it would be wise for business owners to at least periodically look at their terms and conditions, at some point have a, well, I'll call them a non- deal breaker lawyer talk through the issues with them because you know you, you don't want a lawyer who's just focused on the negative you want someone who understands business and understands the importance of the top line as you say because uh, i have i have to say without top line you don't have a business but at least so you've thought through and with assistance the pluses and minuses of different different clauses, and what you want as a buyer is different than what you want as a seller.
0: Well, I think you're making a good point. You know, we we had somebody on the show today uh, who's in the food business, and uh, unlike most of his competition, he has increased his distribution uh, substantially. But a lot of people I know are having trouble getting product and selling product. And, these, and, and that's even true for professionals. As you know, a lot of law firms like yourself are very busy through COVID. And so delivery responsiveness has changed for a lot of law firms and face-to-face meetings, court dates. Okay. So I think reviewing your letters of engagement, your contracts, everything I think are important because it's just gonna protect anyone from potential liability or receivable issue, collection issue. Uh, there's, there's a lot of problems that can come from that. And I think what you're basically, I think your concept of being boring is safe is very smart. I know that's your positioning statement, uh, for marketing. Uh, I
1: am Mr. Excitement, Jeffrey, as you know,
0: but. Oh, well, I'm one of those few people who actually does find you kind of exciting. I don't know what it <laughs> says about me. So, <laughs> so yeah, but you know, it's, it, you're right. And these, these letters go out all the time. People don't want them reviewed. I know for me personally, and I'm not even an attorney. I had to say to someone just yesterday, "You should have me take a look at that." I'm already on retainer, and you're not paying for that. And you know the idea of bringing you know, and they're always like, "Oh, I don't want to send it to my attorney. What's the bill going to be?" But it's nominal, nominal compared to the expense that it's going to cost the firm.
1: Right. If you can, if you can prevent a litigation. It's, it's incredibly valuable. And if you have to bring suit and you have an attorney's fees clause that if the, uh, the folks don't pay you that they're responsible for your uh, collection costs including uh, reasonable attorney's fees, you have a default rate of interest in, in your terms and conditions. All these things are uh, helpful as you try to negotiate disputes, because the goal is to stay out of court, to stay out of arbitration, so that you can spend your time making money as opposed to dealing with historical problems. So anything that helps you uh, minimize the impact of historical problems on the business is worth an occasional investment. You know, these aren't things you're going to review. Every week, but if you do it once and make sure that they're consistent with your business, as opposed to something you get off the internet that bears no relationship to your business, or uh, then and you know maybe you'll look at it again in five years. That the you know it's not a major investment, but it's a important process to talk through?
0: Well, always very practical advice from you, Mark. You're a very practical person. Uh, again, you can be found at the law firm of Tarla Breedhart and Rogers, but if someone wants to contact you directly, how would they do that, Mark?
1: I can be reached at 617-218-2025 or at M. Furman F-U-R-M-A-N, at T-B-H-R, dashlaw.com.
0: Thank you very much Mark we look forward to speaking to you every week on radio entrepreneurs.